Welcome to Northern Nevada Green Living Podcast, where we support your quest for a happier, healthier, planet-friendly life that supports you, your family, and community. We share local information, resources, and support, and opportunities to volunteer for projects that help clean, protect, and repair the environment. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jenny Nichols, and this is our monthly episode for May 2020. Before we start, I want to say that this show is for people that are striving to live greener and for each of us that may look different. And this show is inclusionary of all the ways that we can work individually and collectively to lessen our footprint and strive to take greater care of our shared planet. A quick note, this show is for sharing. So if you have helpful information for eco-friendly living and green things in town or events, then please call 929-GO-GREEN and leave us an audio message. You can also share your events on gogreenlocally.org, Northern Nevada Hub. It's free to log in and add an event, and we will mention it in a future episode. And for everyone that might be interested in participating in a Northern Nevada locally held or virtual green event, then go to gogreenlocally.org, look up Nevada from the state list, and click the link for the Northern Nevada Hub. When you're at our local site, then click the subscribe button on the top of the page, and we'll send you out four emails a year of all of the events that are listed on the Hub. So a quick rundown of today's show. We'll be covering upcoming events, learning about raising happy, healthy chickens naturally, sharing a doable solution for green living, and hearing about a free financial navigator program that could be very helpful to anyone who's experiencing financial insecurity right now. And as a special bonus, I'll share an idea that I've used with my own family that brought us all some happiness that doesn't cost a dime and can create some great lasting memories. Well, unfortunately, this year, Earth Day events in Reno had to be canceled, of course. I was very happy to learn that the Truckee Meadows Earth Day was actually postponed and now will be held on September 20th. I have a short clip from an interview with Rebecca Stetson with Farmily about this great second annual event. Truckee Meadows Earth Day is an event that last year was our first year. It's a It was a big Earth Day celebration at Mayberry Park in Reno and was a collaboration between a variety of individuals and organizations. It was one of the most beautiful, large events I've ever had the privilege of bringing people together to execute. And it really felt like I like we created a family that achieved something really beautiful. So as a quick recap, Truckee Meadows Earth Day will now be on September 20th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Mayberry Park in Reno, Nevada. So for more information, please see their website at tmearthday.com. Okay, I'd like to run through the rest of the events that are listed on the Go Green Locally Northern Nevada Hub event page. So we have a big horn sheep reintroduction on the Pyramid Lake Paiute Reservation presentation virtual event. May 26th, Leave No Trace Outdoor Skills and Ethics Webinar, a virtual event, May 26th, Envirolution Annual Student and Teacher Recognition Event, also virtual, May 28th, 3.30 to 5 p.m., Tread Lightly Workshop, virtual, May 28th, Uh, KTMB's Litter Index Survey, July 16th, KTMB's Raise the River, August 20th, KTMB's Truckee River Cleanup, September 26th, the Reno Garlic Festival, July 25th, the Earthen Building Rosewater Ranch One Day Building Workshop, September 11th, and 2020 Natural Areas Conference, October 13th through 16th. Please check the hub for times and website links to verify that all of the events are still going to be held. 
So now more than ever, people are seeking to grow more of their own food supply. This is excellent in that your food is fresher and more sustainably raised because it doesn't have to travel so far. And it also provides more food security in our uncertain times, and we can raise foods that are often more nutritious. I'm sharing an excerpt from an interview with Leslie Berg, who is quite knowledgeable about raising chickens organically, and she's going to share with us a little bit about that and resources and help to others doing so in the northern Nevada area. Can you tell us what breed of chickens that you would recommend to someone who wants to raise a small flock in their backyard for eggs? Yeah, so for egg production, I would recommend if you're first getting into chickens to look into the black ostrilor. They're very high-yielding egg producers, as well as they're very docile, very friendly, and they're super cute. I would also recommend a white leghorn, which is the pretty much the standard for egg production. Their personalities are a little different. They can, you would need to handle them more because they're a little more aggressive sometimes. Finally, a hybrid type like the Golden Comet is really good. Very small, compact chicken, and they're created to lay a good amount of eggs. So I've heard that you have advice for how people can use permaculture techniques to raise chickens in a more natural way. Sure. Um, So permaculture is a set of design principles that mimic nature. You know, you incorporate them into, say, your backyard. You would look at how nature does things in a natural ecosystem, and you create that on a smaller scale. And With chickens, it's very, very interesting. On a practical level, you want to look at what, how birds move in nature. Chickens are originally jungle fowls. So, you know, in the jungle, they would move around a lot. So you would want to implement your movement into your chicken. Um, So instead of keeping them in stagnant run, you want to, you know, be able to uh, portion little bits of your backyard and put them on one spot, maybe for two or three days, and then move them to another little spot. And then that gives the soil in the previous spot time to grow and regenerate. Any of the um, manure left over can, you know, break down and incorporate and start that like active decay cycle into the, the previous little plot. Another thing you could do is the deep bedding method or the deep litter method in their coop. So say, um, you know, you don't have a mobile coop set up, but you have a stationary coop. So in there, in the chicken coop, you would keep adding carbon layers to prevent any sort of buildup of pathogens or unwanted things or smells or something like that. So you would keep adding, you know, dry carbon, and then eventually that will break down on the bottom layers and it would mimic like what nature would do naturally in a composting. What would you use for a carbon in your um, in your coop? Put like a nice inch or two inch layer hay. If you have a tree that's dropping all their leaves and breaking up those leaves and then putting it in. And do you have any recommendations for um, purchasing, let's say maybe natural feed and some other supplies for raising chickens? So I would first suggest your local feed store. So we do have some great feed stores here in town. You know, Greens Feed is a great feed store. I um, love them very much. Um, there's also Sierra Feed and Saddlery. And then of course, if it's not close to you or, or more convenient, Tractor Supply also has some good natural and organic feed. I've gotten some from there too. And then uh, lastly, if you know, you're know you in a pinch and you're going into town anyways, Costco also happens to carry an organic non-GMO feed. Nice. Um, and what would you look for in your chickens if you're kind of trying to figure out whether they're happy or stressed or unwell? Yeah, so a happy chicken is um, vibrant. 
movement. It moves, it flaps, it flies, it clucks, and they also uh, dust bathe. So as long as you see your chicken moving up and about, scratching, drinking, um, pecking, and, you know, being a you know, a chicken, you know, they're happy. When they're not happy, they're the complete opposite. So they would either chase each other around, they'll peck at each other, you'll see that their feathers, you know, they pull each other's feathers out, and they won't move, they'll, they do this thing where they either sit or just stand, and then they draw their necks in. And sometimes they make like a low, long, like gluck sound. And so that's kind of an indication that something's not right, maybe they're not feeling too well. Also looking at the color of the comb on top of their head and also their wattles. So their comb should be red and so should the wattle. Also looking at their beak. So if their beaks are kind of partially open, they're panting and it's not too hot outside, there might be something wrong. Do you have any books or videos or podcasts that you would recommend to someone who wants to learn more about raising chicks? So for chicks, I would recommend in Guildbrook Farm. They have a really good channel. Um, the the lady who did the video, she it's an hour and a half long video on everything you need to know about chicks and what to do in the different stages. So it's very thorough, and I do recommend that. Um, also, uh, there's this other YouTuber named Morag Gamble. Um, she does a really, really good video, like a master class on um, permaculture design and uh, happy chickens and egg production. Um, so I would definitely check her out. She's really good. If you want a little bit more in depth and advanced, and if you're looking for like egg production, I would recommend um, Jim Atkins, um, the creator of the Sustainable Poultry Network. Um, he does this whole series on the Living, Living Web Farms channel where he talks talks about like egg production and, you know, more on a production level, but it's, it's still very, very thorough, very interesting. And finally, like my favorite book so far is The Call of the Hen. Um, if you really want to get into it, <laughs> into the science and methodology and testing and assessing your flock for egg production, The Call of the Hen by Walter Hogan is definitely a good place to start. How would you like people to contact you? Are you interested in helping people? Can they reach out to you? And Yes, I would love to be of assistance to anyone. I love talking about chickens. Just shoot me an email, montecristofarms at gmail.com. You know, pretty much always available through email. On a side note, before this episode, Leslie also mentioned that when her chickens have any health problems, she gives them a natural deworming product that she's found to be effective. She said this dewormer is made with an herb called wormwood and is available from a company called Molly's Herbals. When I looked them up, I found the product is available at the website fiascofarm.com. Thank you again, Leslie, for sharing that information with us. To find out more about Leslie Berg and the recommendations she made, go to gogreenlocally.org, Northern Nevada Hub, under Local Resources, on the Project Help Wanted slash Offered page. I'm now going to be sharing an interview with Lori Martin with the Nonprofit Opportunity Alliance Nevada, which has an excellent program for those that are suffering financially right now during the COVID-19 quarantine we are living in right now. So Lori, tell us a little bit about this service. Well, this is through Opportunity Alliance Nevada, which is a nonprofit that has been dedicated to helping folks uh, have financial stability and has been focused on financial coaching and doing bridges out of poverty work in the past. 
And when the pandemic hit, um, we shifted gears to say we really need to reach out and help Nevada, help Nevadans who are financially challenged through this pandemic. And um, so we have enlisted volunteer financial navigators who are amazing folks from banking and legal services um, with incredible backgrounds who are volunteering their time to assist Nevadans who are wondering about how to pay rent and when are they getting their unemployment check and how should I best spend or save my stimulus checks, Um, those kinds of things that are new for a lot of folks as they're working through these times of being laid off or furloughed or losing their jobs, uh, businesses altogether. Excellent. So have you been able to help some people that might be having an issue with a landlord that's requiring payment and maybe looking like they're going to evict them? Yes, we have had issues. Folks who are concerned about being able to pay their rent and to work with their landlords, know what their legal rights are. And so our navigators investigate on their behalf what is possible in their areas. This is a statewide effort. And so things are a bit different jurisdiction by jurisdiction. And the financial navigators do the research on behalf of the client and then let them know what they need to do to really um, protect themselves and to reach out for any resources that might be available. And does that also apply to, I know I haven't heard as many people lately, but there have been some that have not received a stimulus check and have not been able to successfully file for unemployment. So do you have help for them as well? Yes, absolutely. So sometimes it will be a glitch in the system. We had someone phone in who said that they had one digit of their social security number wrong. And so it set them off on a whole tangent to kind of get back in the system. And um, people who were worried about how they filed their unemployment and had it been received and those kinds of things. Unemployment has been a huge, huge issue for a lot of people just to have the confidence and security of knowing, you know, where they are in the system. So our navigators assist with all that as best we can working with the systems that are difficult to access. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So are there any particular success stories that you'd like to share? Maybe one that stood out for you? We just received this testimonial yesterday. And being in Nevada, um, we want to be sure that we're reaching out to all sectors of our population. So just to back up for a moment, we did just launch a Spanish-speaking platform. So we have a live phone number with a Spanish uh, message, and um, we have volunteer bilingual navigators. So we really want to reach out to our Spanish-speaking community. But looking at all of our sectors, we had someone come to us who was an exotic dancer who had been laid off from her job and we were able, she's a single mom, we were able to connect her with a fund that's called Uplift 
through NYEP, the Nevada Youth Empowerment Project, which is a $500 cash transfer for eligible families. And this young woman was able to get connected with that resource, receive her $500, and be able to work with her financial navigator to set up a budget. That's part of our process is to really work with folks to set up a budget for future stability. So she was able to stock her pantry, put money into savings, and really consider how she'd be able to move forward. Because as we know, these times are what we call the new now. We don't know how long some of these financial conditions are going to last for us. So we are here to help through the duration. And some folks are coming back to us when they received their stimulus check. They've come back to their financial navigator and said, so how shall I best work with this money to help sustain me through these challenging times? Yeah, so I'm so happy that uh, we could talk with you today and hopefully get this news out to more people. Great. Jenny, thank you so much. We really appreciate this opportunity um, to spread the word. And please, folks who are listening, share this with your friends, your neighbors, your family. Uh, If you're connected to schools, with people at your schools, with whatever services you may be utilizing, um, we really want folks to know that we are here for them. So a quick recap, the way to get a hold of Opportunity Alliance Nevada is at opportunitynv.org. To call the English line is 202-925-8209. And to call the Spanish line is 813-567-8590. If you've missed any of that, See the Northern Nevada Green Hub under Local Resources, Project Help Wanted slash Offered. There is a directory listing there with more information. And now for our Doable Solutions segment. Every month, we're going to try to tackle a challenge that we might all be facing in our lives when trying to replace toxic and unsustainable products and materials. This month, we're going to take on how to replace toxic weed killers, also known as herbicides. This month's Doable Solution, we're going to be borrowing from a source that I only know about because we lived in Texas for 11 years and came to be familiar with Howard Garrett, otherwise known as the Dirt Doctor. He's a radio talk show host and a leader in the organic movement. He's an arborist, newspaper columnist, and organic activist living in Dallas. He's written over 15 books on organic gardening, and we're going to give his recipes a shot. Now, I can tell you why some recipes online for weed killers don't work. The one I followed some time back had the use of store-purchased vinegar, salt, and soap. Little did I realize that it was probably the wrong vinegar. Howard Garrett's recipe consists of one gallon of 10%, or known as 100 grain vinegar, one ounce of orange oil or delimonene, and one teaspoon liquid soap. I'm going to be using Dr. Bonner's soap. The other suggestion is you can use pure 20% vinegar. Howard Garrett goes on to say that 20% vinegar is stronger than it needs to be. So if you make his recipe using 10%, you'll buy the 20% vinegar and cut it in half with water. These stronger vinegars have to be special ordered. 
The only organic herbicide product that I did find in stock locally at Home Depot had very poor reviews and would turn most of us off of organic solutions if we thought that's all there was. After an experience like that, I almost gave up too. I've been hand-plucking my weeds for years. However, it finally dawned on me to look up Howard Garrett, and now we're going to give his recipes a try. If you've used his recipes or 20% vinegar straight, then call and leave us a message at 929-GO-GREEN and let us know what happened. We'll be testing it out this month on our cheatgrass weeds where we have a rock garden. We'll be reporting back to you next month on our results. And now for our special bonus. I want to share a little project that I did with my family years back. I requested everyone write out a phrase or word of something that they admire or appreciate or like about each person in the family. Then I took all those papers and put together a sheet for each member of the family. Then we handed them out. Each family member was so surprised and appreciative. So often we go through our lives forgetting to let people know that we appreciate them. I know it can be hard to get kids to do this, but even our youngest made effort, and with all of the other comments, it was truly touching to receive this myself. This can also be done with a group of friends or coworkers. So if you give it a shot, you can probably do it by text or email or Zoom these days, and I'd love to hear how it goes. Even more in tough times, I think kindness can be our greatest gift to each other. Signing off for this month, Thanks for listening and hope to hear from you and find out more opportunities for all of us to take action in our own lives and in the community to create a cleaner, greener community for all. Thank you for listening to Northern Nevada Green Living Podcast. Please take good care of you and yours. Stay well and help us all make this a kinder, healthier, and greener community for all.